0: Also, if you're a minor, please check with your parent and or guardian, as you need to have permission to listen to these podcasts. We will potentially talk about violent subject matter, sexual content, and difficulties human beings face on their day-to-day lives in recovery. Joel, welcome buddy.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah
0: man, I have known you and your dad your like forever.
1: Oh yeah, I think well, I met your dad when I was about three. I don't know if we met about the same time. Oh I mean, yeah, how old are you now? Uh,
0: Twenty nine. Holy crap, dude! It's been a while. Yeah. It's been oh a yeah. While. How are you doing today, Matt?
1: Oh, pretty good. Just uh, you know, nice summer day and mm-hmm. good day. You know, to talk and make some music and Absolutely, share Matt. stories and oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited for your story and of course for the music, but you just take us away, man.
1: All right, that sounds good. Well, I guess we'll start uh, more or less at the beginning about my story. Um, you know, raising a good family, you mm-hmm. know, my folks, you know, they're very supportive and mm-hmm. had a really normal upbringing, almost too normal <laughs> if you <want> to. <laughs> as normal as you can get with, you know, kind of hippie artist parents, you know? Yeah. Well, it uh, sounds
0: pretty normal to me. Yeah. Hippie artists are, no- are known for their normalcy. Oh,
1: completely normal. Yeah. But, you know, always very supportive of the music and, uh, as most parents would say, you know, why don't you go to school, be a doctor? And they say, oh, just, you know, make some music. You're good at that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I did that a lot and um, grew up through, you know, cadets and, you know, being in uh, beavers and, and cubs, that kind of thing, you know, so the very, you know, politically correct upbringing, mm-hmm. doing the right thing, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, I started to do a lot more music, like I've been playing my whole life pretty much, but yeah, I started doing a lot more music when I was, you know, junior high, I took over, that's when my grades kind of went dive bombings all i wanted to do yeah. was you know all i wanted to do was hide out and play guitar and <laughs> yeah
0: i told well, your dad's a badass guitar player too though,
1: oh yeah it right? so, runs in the family so yeah. his his mom was uh was a singer and guitar player too oh really oh yeah so
0: three generations eh?
1: oh yeah generation i'm not sure about before that i haven't looked into yeah. if uh before that generation was but anyway That's cool. the last few have been yeah so yeah pretty normal and then got married really young mm-hmm. you know um did a lot of music for the church and did a couple of mission trips down to Guatemala and Belize and mm, cool, you know, I did a bit of traveling for music and, um, had a pretty normal life, you know, got married, had two kids, but mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of the status quo kind of thing. And that's when he started itching, wondering if there's something more and uh, mm. realizing that that marriage was a really rushed thing and uh, there was not much connection there. And, mm. And um, we ended up divorcing, going our separate ways. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where the story really begins. That's where the action starts to happen. Yeah. Um, and if life, if you look at it as a journey, and each place has got a different stepping stone, mm-hmm. and uh, even the bad things that happen, they actually, it's those bad things that happen when lead, we wouldn't lead you to the good things ultimately. Mm-hmm. So it's the way of looking of almost the grand plan that's been laid for you, you yeah. know, um, and just having keeping faith in that plan and and not it is as terrible as things happen that actually lead you to yeah, different location that you would not be without that event. Mm-hmm. Even the, you know, the good events and the bad events, you need them both. And, yeah. you know, how would you appreciate the bad without the good anyways? Mm-hmm. I mean, the good, the other way around the good without the bad.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it works either way, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we went our separate ways and, uh, right away after, as somebody, you know, broken from a marriage would do, jump into another relationship, mm-hmm. which, uh, You know, keeping people anonymous for their, you know, so I don't want to bring them into the story too much, but Mm. it was with the person who did have a drinking problem. Mm. Um, And they did, you know, have a rough upbringing too, which is really, as in my experience with addictions, a lot of it has, are very intertwined. Mm -hmm. Um, Very much so. Oh, yes. So we were together for about it for just under a year, you know, and it was kind of a, a blur of a year because in, in that point in time I was going to be a rock star. That was my thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I just completely destroyed my finances, like utterly destroyed them, you mm-hmm. know, and, and still have collections after me kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, cause you were trying to live the rock star lifestyle. Oh yeah. kind of so thing, I was yeah.
1: still working and everything, but you know, music and recording is expensive and the travel you have to do for yeah. it. And when you're, um, supporting somebody's addictions too, you're also like, I was enabling, which is, mm-hmm. I realize that now, um, but you can quickly run your finances into the ground if Oof. you're not being responsible. It doesn't take much time. Yeah. I remember getting a letter in the mail saying, you know, saying, oh, you, you're pre-approved for $5,000 visa. I went, oh, sweet. We're, you know, we're going to Nashville.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good, <laughs> I, this is a good time to go to Nashville. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: I wrapped <laughs> it up and then get the call from the collectors. Oh, are you going to pay? And like, oh, just hang that up, you
0: know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember, but I think I've been there once or twice.
1: Yeah, I've been there once and hopefully never again. Yeah. You know, and um, and that was kind of, that was the story of that life. And there's a lot of really weird situations where I got myself into it, mm-hmm. you know, because I was hoping it'd be things that it would never be. Yeah. But uh, also the other person, you know, was not the way that I thought I deserved to be treated. At the time, I thought it was okay. Mm. And there was physical aspects to it not for myself but Mm -hmm. you know one of my more vivid memories as a way if people are listening to how their addictions can affect other people too i remember waking up getting ready to go to work and uh this person being drunk on the couch and um i saw half a bottle of of liquor still there so i said Mm -hmm. i can't leave that because they're gonna drink themselves to death Mm -hmm. when i work so i grab it to go dump it out and then uh you know all of a sudden behind me i thought this person was asleep still all yeah. of a sudden I, I get clocked right in the temple like like hard i didn't know i didn't know they could uh hit that hard oh um take hard, hard, bottle yeah. oh yeah. yeah hard enough <laughs> that i had a black eye, big black eye, because it yeah. spread that that far and it knocked me out i fell right back on my head damn yeah. dude and to be honest i'm lucky that i walked away from that because i fell flat on my head and i was knocked out for a good you know five ten minutes yeah and then got <laughs> up went to work wow <laughs> Um, you know, told people I had a PA speaker fell on my face.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But I, I so, can appreciate that, man. It's hard to yeah. acknowledge when someone's
1: Well, especially my thing, us. you know, when you're, when you're male and you've been through a situation yeah. like that, it's almost like saying you're weak.
0: Yeah. Not at all.
1: But, yeah. a, you know, and again, I, I still blame myself, get myself into that situation mm-hmm. because I supported a person that was also hurting a lot. I don't blame them, you know? Yeah.
0: But that's not—you're not responsible for that person no. hitting you in the head with something, dude.
1: No, and there was, yeah. you know, several situations, and we weren't very nice to each other. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really terrible arguments, and there are really terrible things said either way. But there's a saying I saw that um, you can only push a person so far. But when you push a person that far, mm-hmm. and then when they finally snap, you play victim when they snap. Yeah, <laughs> is know? that kind of what happened? Yeah. yeah, that's what happens to a lot of good people too. Yeah, they finally get pushed far enough that they snap, and mm-hmm. then the person plays victim when.
0: Yeah. They so snapped. when you say you snap, like, did you leave? Like, I left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I left. I had gone to the doctor because I was so depressed that I just didn't want to live anymore mm. because I just got tired of it. And, um, you know, it was really jumpy and they thought it was a threat to myself. So mm-hmm. they said, you got to go to the hospital. Or we're going to call the cops and make sure you make it to the hospital. Can like, yeah. you drive yourself? And I said, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. So I went there. And uh, I've waited three hours and then the nurses kind of watched me and I said, can I go? Like, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Like, now I just want to go mm-hmm. home and go to bed. Maybe go go to a jam and play some music and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be okay. Like, yeah, you're, you're free to go. Wow. And then I got a call from the doctor or not, my, not from the doctor. My, my partner at the time called me. and he said, oh, the, the the doctor just called and wants to see if you went to the hospital. And I
2: mm-hmm.
1: said, you did, but you didn't see a doctor. And now the police are looking for you. And I said, well, what did I do? I'm just trying to, I was fixing my cell phone about mm-hmm. to go to a jam. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, you can tell I'm going to the house kind of thing and yeah. and then I, I went there and waited and then she um decided that that was time too. that because she pushed me so far that i was i couldn't you mm-hmm. know handle my mental health anymore that it was time for me to leave too so she tried to pretend to, to the police that you know i was not being very nice and i talked oh, to them outside oh, I and i said look you know i'm just trying to go to a jam right now mm-hmm. and i want to know what's going on too and they said, well, I guess it's a bad situation to get out of, and then walked away. And I was like, well, I'm asking for help right now. Mm -hmm. And they just walked away. Oh, geez. So while the police aren't really trained, you know, and they see a lot of male-to-female abuse, not the other way around, female-to-male, so they...
0: Well, actually, the police would know better than anybody. Yeah. Right? How bad it can get for guys.
1: So, uh, but they didn't believe at the time. I'd just been in the hospital to get checked out, and I was done, right?
0: I'm sorry to hear that, man.
1: So it was uh, one of those things, and I... I finally, I got out of there. Yeah. Um, you know, I got out of there. And then I remember that the the weird thing was after leaving, like the first few days I, I wanted to go back because I didn't think I could do any better. Mm. Um, and then after that, uh, you know, after that had happened, a few days passed and I started getting phone calls begging me to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I just was trying to be as non-emotional as I could. I said, no, no, I'm not. Mm. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not you know, that's it. Yeah. So that's when I finally left that Good situation. for you, man.
0: Those are and hard to get away from, eh? Hey?
1: It is. And I really wish there was more support for men going through that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You and me both now. We've had many guys on this podcast yeah. and yeah, we all struggle
1: with that. And, shit. um, also, you know, I wish there's more support for women stuck in there too, because yep. it's freaky either way. Like you, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, the people that can put people through that situation are also very hurting, and they need the help too it's a it's a two sided yeah. situation and it's,
0: well they always address it when it's the when it's the man abusing they always address both right like the yeah. man goes to anger management and yeah. then usually there's some sort of programming involved yeah for sure, and yeah. it's
1: uh, you know it was an interesting few years i mean not a few years few more like ten months but mm-hmm. still without that, felt it felt like a few years ago oh yeah, yeah it felt like it it aged me a lot, yeah man. And, uh, but that being said, without doing that, I wouldn't have realized my worth in music or made mm. the connections that I did yeah. with this person. So it's like looking at, you know, what builds you up mm. and what you go through. And then without that, I wouldn't have, you know, gotten the grit behind mm. the music more and really re- released a lot. So well, I gotcha. At one point, you know, I, I blame the person saying, you know, that was a terrible thing to do. And mm. we were both terrible to each other. Um, but at the other point, you know, I thank the person because now I have the meaning behind the music, a lot of it too. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was kind of the first, yeah. first situation. And, you know, I never really had an issue with substances. Like I would cope some, some nights and drink mm. too much and pass out. But the next day I could say, this is too much. So I yeah. got to back away well, and okay. not touch it for months Yeah, kind of thing.
0: Oh man, I wish. So <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't wish that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: but um I could see how somebody could fall into that dependency pattern of needing. Mm.
0: Especially if it starts with some sort of crisis event, right? Yeah.
1: And then yeah. it's a the way to cope and then all of a sudden you're down. Yeah. Every single day without that substance you can't peek your head out. And you know, there was points in my life where I would almost get to that point and then back away and say, No, nope. mm. you know, yeah. this is too much. Um but yeah, after that. There was uh again right after because that's what I what mm-hmm. I do trying to cope when you're hurting a lot and also you you're trying to find that in other people. I guess no. I call it codependency and mm. a little bit, some um, quite a bit then, you know, and always going back and forth. Yeah. And uh, thinking you need to find that happiness from somebody else mm-hmm. when it's within you and you can find it and you can yeah. love yourself more than you can, and you can love anybody else yeah. in a way, not being self-righteous or being, you know, having a huge ego, but it's saying mm. you love yourself enough to not put yourself in these situations. And that's
0: a fair thing to, to say, right? There, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, anyway, I won't get into that. I was about yeah. to get on a soapbox, but I'll let you go.
1: Oh, no, it's all good. But, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, this, this next person I got involved with, which is really funny situation. I was doing some recording in the U S for another band, which mm-hmm. is another story all together you mm-hmm. know
0: good we got lots of stories man
1: yeah and that was another interesting thing that didn't work out um you know a little bit of column a a little bit of column b we both just didn't work as musicians mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i started talking to somebody else on facebook and you know we started kind of you know facebook flirting as you know mm-hmm. almost like teenagers which is kind of
0: funny that's how him and i connected on facebook yeah oh yeah <laughs> darcy's blushing right now everybody <laughs> he's like, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's uh you know how it can go. And then met up mm-hmm. and then found out this person was actually with somebody else. This, oh. and, but didn't want to tell me about, about that, but then kind of did, but they kind of said they're apart. And it turned into a really weird.
0: It sounds really situation. weird.
1: Situation. Another kind of like a, a very, a very more like emotionally manipulative and spiritually mm. manipulative, like a situation where I just couldn't yeah. find right from wrong. And it started out me trying to help this person mm-hmm. and then it, Again, you push too far and then you get a little bit crazy, mm-hmm. right? And so it ended, this is the situation kind of, well, the story of that, another thing I went through there, again, leaving names out, is um, they had some issues as well and tried to take their life. Mm-hmm. And I was the person that found them oh, and shit. actually kept them alive while EMS was coming. Mm-hmm. So I still have, you know, for a long time, I would not for not for a while and had at I used to have dreams of finding this person on the mm-hmm. floor and giving them. Oh man. I mean, the mouth to mouth to keep them breathing. And yeah. I don't remember, I think I gave CPR, but I was so, mm-hmm. again, thanks to cadets for that. Cause I got training in first aid. I kind of snapped yeah. into it. I don't remember doing it, but yeah. Um, and you know, and this person went through the stuff and recently actually sought me out and, and thanked me f- for everything. Mm-hmm. Cause they went through a lot and healed and yeah. And there's no, again, in life, I don't see the point of holding grudges against anybody because mm-hmm. people are all on a journey, you know, and if somebody's not very, Kind to you at the time, you know, it, it takes a lot to apologize and say, you know, you deserve a good life and thanks for everything you did Mm -hmm. in that kind of sense. Um, but after that, you know, it kind of went the crazy codependent spiral because we were both looking to each other for that support, but Mm -hmm. ended up with, uh, being on Vancouver Island. Oh, wow. Because uh, she was leaving Calgary and I decided, you know, I couldn't go on without her. Mm. So one thing led to another on Vancouver Island and, um, didn't work out there. It wasn't what we thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Um, she ended up being lied to saying her family's holding her against her will. It wouldn't let her out of the, the house. So start getting really weird texts from a strange number. So
0: you, wait, you you went there like, yeah. after her to chase her? Or? Uh, kind of that kind way. Of, yeah. yeah.
1: Like more or less, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, not, not
0: that that's a bad no, thing. I'm just wondering. I want to like keep Like the up.
1: point where I actually got sent money to make it out there. I was a broke position. I didn't have any money. Wow. She said, here's some gas money to come out.
0: Oh, okay. So she did know you were coming. Yeah. Okay, I got and
1: you. And then saying, you know, my family holding me against me about my will. You got to get me now. Wow. Kind of thing. Yeah. So I did. Like, okay. like a dummy. And it was actually...
0: Like a knight in shining armor, maybe. Boy, yeah.
1: And then it turned out to be a point where she actually didn't want any, any part of it. And she was trying to frame me for kidnapping. Oh, my God, dude. So, luckily, because she sent me these messages and she's like... Are you
0: fucking serious? Yeah. Part of my... I,
1: yeah, I've, it's, I've been through some, cr- some crazy shit. Um, dude! And um, I got the message and it's she's like, you delete these. And I went, why? So, just just trust me. If you love me, you'll delete them kind of thing so i screenshotted screenshot them and sent them to my sister I said don't lose these messages keep them in your phone i'm gonna need yeah. them probably because i had you know my he intuition was, was like yanky. something's weird about this right yeah
0: damn dude and so what happened
1: so we end up taking off and she yeah. went oh, i gotta smash my phone i said why so it's nobody so i can't call my family i'm like okay so she smashes her phone throws it in the ocean <laughs> and uh you know i was sorry i'm just trying to keep yeah.
0: up with this man this is like, like
1: wild it's kind of a blurry stream of events but anyway i ended up we're at a swimming pool under her cousin i think yeah bangs on the door and said you're coming with us right now and so what's going on and she's like you took her and i said no i i really didn't yeah like uh what's going on and she said you're holding us your wall and I said, i'm gonna call the cops he's like yeah, we already called the cops about you kind of oh thing and then uh so i'm like i got on the phone with the police and like i don't want what's going on i'm gonna go about two blocks from her family's house and wait there so i can talk to you guys mm-hmm. kind of thing and holy crap and man. then uh waiting there and the police said Do you have any weapons in your car she said you have a switchblade so i've got a utility blade for work mm-hmm. like a little exacto knife yeah and a baseball bat yeah and i was like you can have them if you want and then Cause I had a baseball, but I used to do snow removal and I would be working late by myself with equipment, so people, you know, would be looking at us it. So it yeah just the deterrence. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they said, no, no. And I said, do you have a way back? And I said, well, kind of not really. And mm-hmm. I ended up borrowing money and driving back.
2: Oh, dude!
1: And then, uh, the funny <laughs> thing is after this, I got back to Calgary. I just find two, I just found two jobs in Vancouver Island Yeah, and came back to Calgary. I lost my job in Calgary. Hmm. And I didn't have a job in Calgary. So I said, it makes sense to go back. So I went back again for another three days. Cause you had a job there. Yeah. And then I went, after I spent three days there, I came back to Calgary again.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm just going to point out yeah. though, to anyone listening, if yeah. you think he's flaky, he just about got accused of kidnapping. Yeah. So that might mess you up a little bit. So it messed me up a little bit.
1: Yeah. And again, like this person was going through a lot and I don't,
0: they, they had a <laughs> you lot have to tell me that yeah, they, they had a,
1: you know, an interesting little bit. I don't blame yeah. them. They're, being pushed hard by their family, and I don't know what they wanted, you know, and I still don't mm. know. And that's
0: I think it's okay to blame her, dude, for doing yeah. it. Yeah, she did it.
1: Yeah, well, whatever
0: it was, she did, right?
1: You know, and I end up getting a, a call a few weeks later from the RCMP saying uh, from the from the victims unit saying, you know, you got the really bad in the stick of there. This is there anything we can do to help you?
0: Oh, that was nice of them.
1: And like, cause for a long time, I was blaming myself, saying, you know, I was kind yeah. of, you know,
0: wow. At least the RCMP has something that's good. Hey, eh? the victims assistance unit—that's nice. So, and. Uh,
1: yeah, and that was a story behind that one, and that was up up to then. So that that was all within about you know fourteen month period, all this stuff happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, um, dude! You know, yeah.
1: So it was a, a pretty crazy time. I'll, I'll play a song I wrote about that time now called "Fugitive." Oh yeah, and it's a uh,
0: dude. We are so which, stoked, so, man! We get to hear some of Joel's music tonight.
1: So, uh, let's see here. the other song I saw fugitive I wrote about that time period, Um, and it goes a bit like this. I
3: ain't been wasted for a long, long time. Every time I do, you just come to my mind. Breads and whiskey, yeah, they don't come close. To your head on my chest, my arms holding you close. I'm so tired. Living like a fugitive. Always hiding from the mess that I likely made myself. I just want to live this broken life with you, let unbroken hearts be through, and beating just as one, let me live this broken life with you. still remember that faithful day. We were smoking spirits driving the planes away. Pushing highway lines driving way too fast. We were looking for a way to make the love last. so tired living like a fugitive always hiding from the mess that I likely made myself I just want to live this broken life with you let our broken hearts through beating just as one Let me live It's broken life with you Take me back to when our love was free Driving to the coastal walls, you and me A hundred in the bank, almost out of gas Sleeping in the truck, all of us And we've had, I'm so tired Living like a fugitive Always hiding from the mess that I likely made myself. I just want to live this broken life with you. Let our broken hearts come through, beating just as one. Let me live this broken life. Ain't been wasted for a long, long time. All
0: right. All right. Thanks, man. man no worries. yeah. So Holy. that was
1: kind of you know the one I about that time period. There's a couple more. Yeah. But um, that's one of my more favorite. Yeah. Kind of songs and um, not really formally recorded yet, but it will be.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I hope so, man. It's a good jam. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna dude.
1: be. Um, kind of skipping track a little bit. Uh, which we'll talk more about later, but we were doing, starting my next album called Eastern Bound. Mm-hmm. This, this fall should be starting the tracking for that. Oh so. really? Hey. Eh? Oh yeah.
0: Cool, man.
1: So, um, remembering where I was with that. Uh, right. So, um, that time period kind of really taught me, you know, a lot about myself and, uh, a lot about other people's pain too, because I figured mm-hmm. if somebody was doing that, they must be hurting a lot themselves. And, yeah. and I, you know, I got through, Try not to blame people and try not to blame mm. myself. And just, uh, you can blame yourself and other people all day about situations that ultimately you get into for a reason to learn a lesson. And yeah. it felt like I was learning a lot of lessons really, really quick. I bet. And um, it was uh, a time of extreme poverty, too. I'd go, you know, that year, sometimes I'd go for four days, whatever, so it was the longest one without eating. I just couldn't afford food.
0: Oh, wow, man. And, you know,
1: I was so damn hungry. Like, you, don't, you don't realize you know, how much food means. And even now my behavior changed a bit. Like if, if I'm eating somewhere, I'm very protective of my food because mm. when you get that hungry, yeah. your brain changes and, Oh yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You know, it changes makes, your
0: makeup, dude.
1: Oh yeah. And you, you know, you just struggle a little bit. You almost, you almost need to, to become, mm-hmm. You know the person that can appreciate if you can appreciate things that the struggle you're a very special kind of person yeah uh, you
0: know what most of the creative people I know like they do most of their work when they're hungry oh yeah yeah
1: a lot of my even like right now I'm writing a lot right now just because of looking back and all this. Yeah. you know and back to the story kind of life story right after that ended I thought it was another another trend but it wasn't mm-hmm. that was the night that uh, I met my wife Oh, okay like right after another night but the, you know the right after I was jamming by the river with a good friend of mine mm-hmm. and uh, we're making some music and singing harmony just to practice and yeah. play some music. And, and my, my now wife, uh, heard the music and came and listened and that's how we met. Hmm.
0: That's a pretty damn good story.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so that's, that's, that's a good story, you know, and yeah. then things went really quick and then le- next thing I know, again, crazy me, mm-hmm. but at the time it was part of the story and, uh, the way things were supposed to go. We we're heading, heading out, driving out to Montreal to, to move there. Mm. which wow. I'm sure you heard a bit about, but yeah. And, um,
0: not a whole lot though, man. but
1: yeah, ended up out there and thinking, you know, I'm really going to go for the music this time. This has been the underlying cause the whole time I was thinking, I'm really going to go for the music, but mm. not knowing how to do it and saying I'm really going to go for it. I'm really going to go for yeah. it. Um, drove across Canada and it was, you know, an amazing adventure and everything was just seemed mm. too good. Like it was too mm. good. I'm like, what's going to happen? You get yeah. suspicious. After, like, for like sure. Something Something's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, uh, finally getting out there, being completely overwhelmed because I don't know any French, and mm-hmm. uh, even though Montreal is a very English city, you can't find a good job if you don't speak French too. That makes sense. You know, sense, you're making yeah. thirteen bucks sweeping floors. Yeah. You know, if you can find that. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the pressures of going out there, and we were both going through some stuff, and she had just left a marriage, you know, about eight months prior to that too. Mm-hmm. So we're both really finding who we really were. Yeah. Um. So we didn't know yet. Mm-hmm. Really, we did, but we didn't. You know. And then one thing led to another and we ended up going our separate ways too in Montreal. Yeah. And uh, I'm scrambling to find my way back to Calgary again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This time I think my parents were going, oh God, like (laughs) how many more times?
0: There's a theme. There's a theme.
1: There's a theme. You know, this was the last time of the theme and we both had panicked and Mm -hmm. gone to our fail-safe. Mine was getting really depressed and having dark thoughts and not wanting to be around anymore yeah. and hers was running from things she didn't understand
2: yeah
1: which is very common things people do very much so um and we ended up our separate ways for two months hmm. and what i didn't know was the time when we were together in montreal that's when she had gotten pregnant with their with their kids oh wow okay so, so i didn't know when we went our separate ways mm-hmm. i had a you know that that was the case and uh hmm you know, we had, we were apart for about two months, just yeah. trying to figure out everything. Yeah, and um, finally, you know, we got met for 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 a drink and, um, in her case, a virgin drink.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess if she was, was she telling you?
1: Yeah. Then I and have she asked. and then she said, you, "You said you want a drink," and I said, "No, I, you know, I'm okay. I don't want a drink right now." i mm. so "I think you should get a drink."
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, "I think you need a drink."
1: Yeah. And then she sat <laughs> she sat me down and uh, you know explaining how she'd missed. Us and everything I'm mm. mailing at me too. I've been through a crazy whirlwind of, uh, you know, it's funny to stay, you know, just being a crazy single guy, drinking too much and mm. one night stands and yeah, you know, doing other dumb, dumb things, you know, just. Causing Mm -hmm. train wrecks was my specialty. As causing train wrecks.
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty good though. Sounds
1: good. It makes good music. Yeah, you know, and just being depressed and working. (laughs) Yeah, and like the whole time trying great music, like trying to prove to her the whole time that I was you know a responsible human being, so Mm -hmm. I was managing for a coffee company and managing a coffee shop and trying to be responsible and wearing button-up shirts to work every day. Mm -hmm. How'd that feel? (laughs) Terrible.
0: (laughs) Sounds awful, man. It does.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know. And it was kind of like a whirlwind of events. And I was trying to prove that, you know, I was teaching a lot of guitar. So I was busy and I was making lots of money and Mm -hmm. I was working all the time. But I was really just hiding from pain. Yeah. Because I just didn't want to have time to feel pain. And I couldn't really write a lot of music that time. I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't write. It was just a writer's block. And uh, Mm my release was was writing and I couldn't do it. But I was just, at the end of the day, I was hiding from myself. So I couldn't do it. And I couldn't express myself. But um, she came back and things went very quickly again. We ended up renting a place and, mm-hmm. and then it turns out we were expecting twins.
0: Oh, wow, not just
1: one, but two. Yeah. And so it was, uh, that she told me that I remember just being at the ultrasounds feeling so surreal. So then we just split up in Montreal and wow. Eh? And then, uh, I came all the way back here and now you're back here. And like, I was still trying to comprehend all this and this whirlwind mm-hmm. of going, okay, this is no no, I'm like, what's going on here? And know? Uh, says, so, this is awesome. You know, cause we miss each other a lot and mm-hmm. you know, didn't realize what we had, kind of thing. And a lot of times, speaking spiritually, when you meet your soulmate or your your true love or twin mm-hmm. flame, whatever you want to call it, it's so intense that people, it's actually calm when the people go separate ways. Yeah, because it's so intense They can't even handle it. I could see that. And then they come back together and realize that is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, one thing led to another, and we're just living a relatively normal life. Yeah, you know, in this new townhouse we're renting, and. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next kind of situation that happened is everything, something always happens. Yeah. It um, wasn't with us this time. It was with, with my mom and she was having heart issues and put her oh, in the no. hospital for a few weeks and it almost took her life actually. If she oh. didn't go, she would have died. I'm sorry to hear that, man. So it, it, oh, I appreciate that. But yeah. You know, she's better. She's doing good now. Thank goodness. Um, like she's living a healthy life. as a wake up call too. And she was then too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's proof that you know run. She's running every day. Went to the gym almost every day. Ate mm-hmm. healthy. Like she made us all look bad, and yeah. like she was the one ended up in the hospital. So it's you never know. It's always a running man. It's always a running man. Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah. She ended up in the hospital, and at the same time, my wife ended up showing signs of early labor. Mm. So they're both in the hospital, you know. And then you know, luckily, my my wife's labor ended. Then, as mm-hmm. so we ended back home. And then my mom's still in the hospital for a few, for cause, about two weeks she was there, I want to say, or one or oh, two okay. weeks. I can't remember exactly. It was a blur.
2: Yeah. I remember
1: being there in the hospital and they were doing things like they would have, uh, you know, their lunch and I'd say, oh, can you trade this? And this, they had, they, I was running back and forth, trading lunch items from the trays for this <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> so would, your mom got the right food? Yeah.
1: yeah. And then because they, because they both, you know, would, they want to trade, like, <laughs> see want to trade this. And they, it was kind of yeah. funny. Um. And then, uh, anyway, so we got discharged and back home and just said to mm-hmm. be careful, and don't push yourself too hard and yeah, be fine. And then that's when, um, kind of big event, this, the, the, everything before didn't break me, but this next thing really just destroyed me, mm. the, the both of us. So the, the labor started again a few weeks later mm. and it was only five months in. Mm. So, you know, 26 week gestation, yeah. which is really, really damn early. Mm-hmm. And so, uh we get to the hospital and they're checking because she said, I got a backache and being a dad of two already, mm-hmm. you know, um, I said, oh, the backache. Yeah. We should go get checked. Cause you know, I know what that means, you know? Yeah. And, um, we get there and, uh, they're checking for oh. heartbeats, but they can just find one. Oh no. And they just find one. And then, and then she's going into labor. And like, I, I, I kind of get a feeling I didn't want to panic. I only heard one in the mm-hmm. train musicians ears. I was kind of going, Oh, you know, this is not good, you know? yeah, um, cause they'd both, it had been a heart, pregnancy too like the one one twin had heart irregularities and a few other organs that were formed just probably they, they could they said they could fix everything that wasn't the concern
2: mm-hmm.
1: the concern was our was was the male twin that had hydrocephalus which is too much fluid in the brain they said mm-hmm. they'll be disabled for life and and uh, you should terminate you should terminate everybody says to terminate yeah. all the time every doctor so we told our said so look we're not he's gonna he's gonna be our son no matter what and mm-hmm. we're gonna deal with it yeah. we're gonna love them no matter what unconditionally and it's not gonna change anything we're keeping mm-hmm. um, we get to the hospital and the when there wasn't the concern the the, the female the, her heart had stopped oh geez, and man. Uh, you know at that point it's not just having like a little tadpole you know you're yeah. having that baby and it's gonna be dead so you're having mm. you know a dead child to lose so the labor started didn't stop and that that you know the little girl came first and her name was going to be emma Hmm. um so she came first and she was she was gone right and i'm sorry buddy so it's uh it's you know it's a hard thing to anybody to go through uh, losing a child like that and yeah and um so yeah she she came out no heartbeat completely gone and Hmm. and then uh they were gonna try and stop the labor to try and keep her second in but uh his heart rate started to drop so they had to move quick, yeah. and um, you know I don't have to tell you a twenty six week old baby is small. It's nine nine. He was nine hundred grams. They're both exactly the same weight. Oh my goodness! Man. So you know so they have. Tiny. Oh yeah, all the teams they're ready to go. Which lucky to have that here. Oh, we're at the yeah. foothills, which is the best place for that to happen. Yeah, and uh, you know, rushed to to bring him back to life. they had to, and I just remember him coming on here, a little tiny cry, and they rushed him off to yeah to the intensive care. And
2: oh, thank and, God! Um,
1: yeah, you know, long story short, he he made it. He's home with us now. Oh. Um, you know, he's a little trooper, and uh, you know, and the, the hardest thing I ever had to do is organizing to get you know your baby cremated, and and we still have the ashes in our house. We don't know what to do yet. We thought about burying her with yeah. her with my my you know my grandmother, my dad's mom, mm. and we got the okay from both living living sons, and yeah, they, I mean both sons are still alive, but yeah, um, you know that it would be okay to do that And, and this space on the headstone we could have oh. had an engraving for her. You yeah, know, kind of thing, but buddy, yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, it's a hard a hard lesson and a hard thing to go through, and that was the thing that really broke us both. We went through a mm-hmm. lot, and a lot of marriages end over something like that because it's just oh. so hard. And, and our, you can
0: understand why, yeah, yeah.
1: And we saw it, and we got us, we got each other through it. Mm-hmm. We both had our bad days, and we both had our good days, and we both had our days when yeah. we couldn't feel like we could do anymore, and we couldn't even get out of bed being so. You know, and our little one, he came home. Um, actually, he came home my birthday. Oh, did he? That was, you know, it's like he was planning it or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he he was he was in the hospital for 122 days. Oh wow. So we were there every day for 122 days.
0: Yeah. So how's he doing now?
1: He's good. Uh, the hydrocephalus it went away on its own. Like they all but called it a miracle, and they said they've never seen a baby wow. just have a heal like that. And he, and never the nurse checkups are saying he missed missed the memo of being premature because he's. A, healthy and healthy and you know chubby and happy and (laughs) smiling all the time because he's even the hospital like i couldn't i don't know how he's doing from from birth he would smile really eh? he just smiled you know like he's just happy to be here with us and smiling just smiling yeah and i remember like the first time he opened his eyes a little 900 gram baby Mm. looked looked at looked at me and i was you know it i remember thinking you know like it broke my heart to think that his sister should be beside him and they had the little purple butterfly to put beside for the, mm. they have a sibling doesn't make it into it. So people yeah. kind of know to tread carefully. And, yeah. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't have gone through and I don't think she would have made it through without me. Like mm. we support each other and we, you know.
0: Oh, it takes both of you that kind and of times. Yeah.
1: There was, it was, it was hard. Like losing a child can really, it can destroy a, a, a couple marriage, you know.
0: And, oh, it destroys families. But yeah. So, yeah.
1: But we made it out and you know, I'm glad we did. And um that was you know I'll play another song I wrote about that time. Please, yeah. And then yeah. um I'll tell you a little bit of, more of a story But
0: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm ready for a song. I needed a little break for my brain. That's yeah. that's heavy stuff. Right? It's a lot yeah. that's
1: all within this is all within a two year
0: period. Yeah. Jeez, man. So right. And then that's yeah. Anyway. Um
1: so this song here, I was trying to write write a song for my daughter that passed. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't write one I just couldn't do it and this is what came out I still Mm -hmm. haven't written that song I'm going to write it eventually it's just it's still too hard to write about Um, so this one I I wrote kind of more of a gospel spiritual song called Mm -hmm. Found this is about the uncertainties of life and how how love can get you through at the end Mm -hmm. of the day and like we don't know where we're going to go what's going to happen but if we just hold on to love and
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and um, you know the people we love then we're going to be okay yeah Um, so this one goes a bit like this
0: cool
3: Life it has a strange way to dead us sun away. Life it has a strange way to light a rainy day. Before I found you Oh, before I found you I was just a lost man Strumming his guitar And I believe in angels love that's here to stay when you came down from heaven you swept me away and I believe in true love that all familiar sound Love, the day you found me I was lost while being found Love, I'll never leave you I'll never let you go Love, I'll never leave you I'll never let you go. hands of time move slowly. Oh, heaven knows. I'll oh, just wear. Our story does go. And I believe in angels And love that's here to stay When you came down from heaven You swept me away And I believe in true love That old familiar sound Love the day you found me I was lost while being found Love the day you found me I was lost while being found
1: thanks man oh thanks yeah awesome yes yeah, so that's one of my recent comp- compositions i guess you could say yeah. in the last run of stuff i've written mm. but i wrote that just figures so i couldn't write a song about the uncertainty of yeah you know i mean about my my daughter the past i figured i'd write about the uncertainty of of life and uh, mm. you know because you never know you yeah. know um, you got that right so now it was kind of that period of time, well, it really made me realize I couldn't be somebody I'm not anymore. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of time pretending and running from who I, who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a musician and somebody who wants to change hearts and change people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So after a lot of deliberation, um, you know, my my wife and I decided, you know, I should record an EP and really try to go for it. Mm-hmm. So um a place I'd been before to record was, uh, it's called Fame Studios, it's in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Mm-hmm. They did a documentary about it, I'm not sure if oh, wow. you've seen um, they did a lot of really big hits there in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, you know, they, the hundreds and hundreds of hits. Wow. So I went down there and tracked a four track EP with the, with the really like a list crew of like, mm-hmm. you know, quite incredible players, like legendary people that play as some, a lot of the heavy hitters out there. And cool. uh, I called it for Emma for mm-hmm. memory of my daughter and just to try and bring some light to people through that, Yeah. through that recording and um, to uplift them and and that's uh, still, I'm, I'm trying to get out there a bit, you know, and I'm trying to learn how to make money from music. Mm. Oh God. <laughs> cause dude. it's, you know, like any other business, you spend a lot of money to start it off and yeah. then you got to wait, you got to wait, you got to build a following
2: and
1: mm-hmm. learning a lot of lessons. And, um, and right now, um, through all these, you know, these things that have happened, I'm sure I've left stuff out cause it's, there's more.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> in,
1: in this period of time, if the more than once almost lost my life, you know, mm. from, from my own hand or from other people. Mm -hmm. you know also it makes you very grateful to be alive and
0: you got that right
1: um you know it's written now for the most part the album eastern bound i'm probably gonna change the track list six or seven Mm or eight more times yeah and i'm just trying to find the studio to record it at now and um the funding you know most Mm -hmm. more so like we have a bit of it started off but not to finish it yeah and uh you know, people are interested in it and just be myself through music. So there's been a lot of situations where people say, you should sound like this. You should mm. sound like this. And I people know, say like, that to you. Oh yeah. in the music industry, they want you to be pop and they want you to be singing yeah. about drinking in the club. Really? You know? eh? I have a couple of drinking songs that are more of looking back saying, why did I do that? Kind of thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one song in particular is going to be on there we'll see if you play it or not, but it's called the whiskey is my proof.
0: Oh dude, I hope you play it.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll play it before we're done
0: here. Really? Oh yeah. Sweet. Cause Song that of, would have been my proof.
1: Yeah. And that's one I wrote about the time my wife and I spent apart and the uh, thing, trying to mask that pain with the bottle. It didn't work. Um, you know, and just trying to find the next steps in life. Cause if we're all just travelers in the end of the day mm-hmm. and trying to find our way in our journey. And, um, I wouldn't be who I am without all that happening. And, um, there's certainly more is going to happen and I I mm. welcome it.
0: Yeah. Wow. You know?
1: Um, and again, if I could say one thing about life is, uh, you know, don't spend time blaming yourself on other people. Spend time forgiving and loving instead, mm. because if you spend time in blaming and holding on, you're going to have so many skeletons and ghosts in your closet. That every time you go to think of something or think of a memory, you're going to be overwhelmed or every mm. single day you're going to wake up with Dark thoughts, and if you can't forgive and you can't love and you can't forget not forget necessarily, but let it bring you down, then Mm -hmm. you know it's not even worth the journey. It's you're just gonna spend your life in pain, and it's not okay. And you're gonna spend your life bringing other people down into pain. And if you speak your light and you speak your truth, and as long as you're Mm -hmm. honest to yourself, you know, you can't go wrong at the end of the day, yeah, as long as you're not hurting anybody else or yourself, live your bliss, you know, live your dream and go for your dreams. Life is mm. too short. And it didn't make me realize that until I, I lost a child, you know? Yeah. Right? And then you realize, you know, like for me, I, I realized I I can't work a nine mm. to five. I got to do music. Yeah. I can't do anything else but music. That's who I am. And mm. I'll, I'm going to find a way to make that work. And that's my next goal and support the family. Well, yeah. right. On. Because I don't want my kids to grow up thinking they got to, you know, Spend nine to five in front of a computer screen
0: doing something I hate or whatever. Like, right? I would
1: rather my kids like oh, any of the three of them instead of going to school. You know, if they have school starting school savings, if they say I want to spend you know my school savings on recording an album, I want to spend my school savings on painting, I want to school spend mm-hmm. my savings on starting a business. So will say good, you know, mm-hmm. it's better anyways. You go <laughs> you go to school and get forty grand of debt if you're yeah. that's cheap debt, and then yeah, what do you get from that? Maybe a job.
0: Yeah, and not not even on a one degree now, right? Like you got oh have I know like. Masters and all so, kinds of shit.
1: You know, just living your dream and not giving up. Because when you give up, you know you've lost. Mm-hmm. And when you give up, you go to something else that's not you. You've lost yourself. And I've mm-hmm. done that so many times, even even recently, like how so. Starting different businesses and starting different jobs. Mm-hmm. and You know, like I was working for for a plumbing company, and you know, and it, it was funny as you see signs mm-hmm. in there, and it wasn't working out. You know. I, well, for them, they they really liked me there because yeah. I was a hard worker. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a plumber. I'm gonna be a plumber. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna make mm-hmm. like forty, fifty bucks an hour. It's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, God, oh, this isn't me. It's <laughs> what? This isn't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the and then the the day kind of accumulated over was like the one of the supervisors there was just always so miserable, mm-hmm. and they would always I'd ask a question, they just yell at me or say something. Wow. And then the other day, the next day, they'd be totally fine and friendly because they're yeah. going through stuff in their life too. So I didn't try trying yeah. to try take it personally, but I had to get out of there so I mm-hmm. wouldn't be brought down myself.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and then I went to do a landscaping thing, which I saw on Facebook recently, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And I started doing that. And then I realized what am I doing? I'm a musician. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. walking away from who I am again. Mm-hmm. So here we are once more and yeah. the plans to do Eastern bound. Um, But that's the the story up till now, and uh, I'll play a couple more songs. And if you want to ask anything, or
0: absolutely, we good for a couple more. What what time we at? Uh, Fifty minutes. Fifty. How the heck did it go by so fast?
1: Seriously. Well, why don't I play you play a song and then? Yeah. Um, it's another depressing song. I swear to God, I have happy songs too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which hey Speak- I like depressing it fits my, my oh, yeah. natural character
1: oh yeah there we go but speaking of which um, if you go to it's jtpearsonmusic.com yep. okay um, you can there, there's the tracks up there and you can listen to the album you can buy it on CD Baby also cool and soon be a bunch of other places That it's it's taking time it takes time to process so
0: absolutely um, this not. one's
1: called The Whiskey is My Proof when I was telling you about I wrote right. In Our Time Apart cool um, it goes like this
3: Tonight I sit here thinking,
1: trying to drink
3: you off my mind But the whiskey, she ain't working over time It's your memory always haunts me, it's a love that never dies For tonight I want to drink you off my mind I ain't nothing but a star-crossed lover Looking for my way tonight All my stars burned out The day you went away I ain't nothing but a world of trouble Trouble is, you're far away My heart's so lost Without you by my side And darling, I'm a mess without you And the whiskey is my proof I need your love beside me I miss you every day When I close my eyes, it's you that's here to stay. My arms ain't long to hold you and love you, set me free. For tonight, the empty bottle is my muse. I ain't nothing. But a star-crossed lover Looking for my way tonight All my stars blend out Till you went away I ain't nothing but a world of trouble Trouble is, you're far away My heart's so lost Without you by my side and darling i'm a mess without you and the whiskey is my Nothing but a star-crossed lover, looking for my way tonight. Hey, all my stars burned out the day you went away. I ain't nothing but a world of trouble, is 'less you're far away. My heart's so lost without you by my side. And darling, I am a mess without you. And the whiskey is my proof.
0: Sweet. Sweet. The whiskey was my proof that I could black oh, yeah. out. That's tough of that.
1: That was my my proof when uh,
0: yeah. that time. No yeah. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> so, man. Well, yeah. Thank so, you for sharing that song with me. Yeah, uh, no problem. Do you have any others first of all, do you have anything else you wanna talk about? Uh
1: not that I can remember, right? Do you now. have any shows coming up? Uh not right now. I'm just uh I'm just working on the album and okay. after that it's gonna be a total blitz of gigging, but until then it's all writing and Yeah trying to find sponsors and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. and
0: supporters or investors.
1: That's, mm-hmm. that's the game right now is cool. building the online presence,
0: which is quite a lot of work when you get into it. Oh, dude. So. I don't even know the first thing about it. Oh, yeah. I'm Neither always I. grateful. Other people. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm glad other people know, right? Yeah, me so, too. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming, man, and talking about some stuff that must have been really hard for you to talk about. You oh, know, yeah. It's, um, uh,
1: you know, if you can't talk about it to help other people with it, what's even the point of
0: holding on to it. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Like what is the point of so. carrying it if you're not going to use it to help? Right. Yeah, exactly. So how old is your boy now?
1: Uh, he, well, adjusted age is two months. Okay. He's born February 4th. So yeah. I guess that he, you know, how many months is that? That's four. No, more than that. Six. Six. six so six
3: months.
0: Five, five
1: yeah. Months. Five, six months from yeah. his date of birth. But technically they, they compare it to a two month, two and a half months. Cause because. he's only
0: 11 month old, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Cause he's yeah. born
1: February 4th, but they yeah. count his, uh, his age from when he was supposed to be born. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Well, I just gotta tell you, man. I'm really sorry about your daughter. It's uh, know. you know, it's.
1: You know, maybe we'll see her again, and if not, we'll see her in heaven. So yeah, it's all right. So oh, she's
0: she's not gone nowhere anyway, man. No. Yeah, that's true. Energy doesn't go nowhere. No, it doesn't. That's right. So. Right on, dude. Do you want to play us out? Sure. Uh, do you sure. have another song you want do to play? You want to, me play a happy song, dude. If you got a happy song, <laughs> let's let's clean close right. it on a happy note.
1: This one's called October Moon.
0: Perfect. So
1: it's kind of, you know, happy redneck song. Nice. Happy redneck love song.
0: There's got to be some happy redneck lovers out there somewhere. There is. Yeah. Somewhere.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Tall grass swaying in the wind so gently. I can't help feeling lonely without you by my side. So long. Since I've found your sweet love How I long for your touch See your loving eyes Don't worry I'll be there soon Don't cry I'll be holding you Underneath this October moon Can you hear me calling Let the starlight get you through Let the angels come to you My love will find you Moonlight fills the night so sweetly Fills my head with dreaming of our long embrace When I find your sweet soul, I will know it's your love that gets me through. Don't worry, I'll be there soon. Don't cry, I'll be holding you underneath this October moon. Can you hear me calling you? Let the starlight get you through, let the angels come to you, my love will find you. Headlights, got my way to your arms Down this dusty back road This old town Lover, standing there so sweetly And I know I found you Love is here Underneath this October moon Can you hear me calling you? Let the starlight get you through, let the angels come to you, my love will find you.
0: Dude, thanks, man. Yeah, no, I
1: always thought I end with a happy song at
0: least. I, I love that song. That's great. That's on
1: online too. Um, jtpearsonmusic.com. Excellent. Click on the listen to album and you can hear that yeah. too. So,
0: well, we'll add your uh, link to the bottom of the podcast when it Sounds comes out. Good. Uh, dude, thank you so much for coming, man. No, thanks like, for
1: having me. It's a pleasure to share. So,
0: yeah. dude, totally, man, and blessing to you and your family, man. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, you betcha. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Please stay tuned every Wednesday as we air another episode. Thank you for your time. And please, if you're in trouble, reach out. If you need to contact us at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca or you can look for us on Facebook under Freedoms Path Recovery Society. Thank you again for tuning in. Please stay tuned for upcoming groups activities, and podcasts.